0: You're listening to Sports and Courts. I'm Emily, and I'm Emily, and we're gonna just get right into college football and college basketball. Um, It's a good time to be a college sports fan. To be quite honest, it's like the most fun part of the season. Um, This little bit of overlap, Um, starting with Baylor upsetting Oklahoma, we love to see it.
1: Uh, I was kind of bummed. I mean, I don't like either team really, but I don't know.
0: I don't have positive feelings towards either team. Yeah. Um, they're chaotic neutral to me, but I'm very salty about Oklahoma and Texas. Mm. Um, just it's like the principle of it for me. It's not like I really have anything against either team. Yeah. But I like it it's my soapbox this season where I'm like, "What? like why would you do this? And it, you know, my feelings of teams that leave for a bigger bag and I'm just like <sighs> if you just stayed the conference that you're in, we'll start to get more attention and more money, but like whatever. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. It it is a business. So part of me does understand, but part of me just wants college football to maintain that like innocence of no (laughs) money. But um, it, in this case, both those teams that are going to the SEC took a big L Um, Texas, bigger than Oklahoma, but Oklahoma still lost to, Baylor 27 to 14. Um, It was a good time for Baylor fans. It was in Waco. You'd think it would have been perfect. The weather was perfect on Saturday to be playing football.
1: That's always great.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, we're now in peak football time in Texas. It is now not too hot to be outdoors. It's just gotten cool enough. Yeah, it's so nice to spend your afternoon at a football game. It's like, oh, man, this is three weeks out of the year. That's funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then Michigan beat Penn State uh, by four points, so you know they're continuing to do well. Not a bad look for by Penn or for Penn State by any means either. So,
0: uh, but now Penn State's no longer ranked. Mm, yeah, but I mean,
1: like it's not. It's not like a bad loss for them. definitely. No. So
0: no, I mean Michigan was ranked n- ninth, so it's it's a good. A good loss. As good of a loss can be. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then A&M took an L to Mississippi and sometimes they just, I do you spend like a weird amount of time thinking about some college football coaches? Like Mike Leach or Lane yeah. Kiffin. Uh, yeah. 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 A select few. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, not all of them, of course. Not no. all of them really are like that memorable, but like, mostly Lane Mike Kiffin. Leach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mike Leach, like, lives rent free in my head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for no good reason.
1: We're paying rent, if anything.
0: Like For real. We kind of are. Like, we give so much. Like, we talk about Mike Leach probably the most of any college football coach. Um, And like in the most positive way, like it's fine. It's good. But like, so I think about him and I think about Lane Kiffin whenever, of course, anytime I think about Mississippi and I'm like, right, Lane Kiffin is the coach and they're doing well. They're not Mm -hmm. doing terrible. Like Mississippi is ranked and they beat Texas A&M 29 to 19. And it's like, all right. Wait. Oh yeah. Lane Kiffin. Good for him. Just getting it together, going to Mississippi (laughs) Ole Miss. Hot toddy or hottie toddy, whatever they say. I don't care. I'm not going to go to Oxford, Mississippi.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then tough weekend for Texas Longhorns fans. Uh, we'll get into that more later. But from a football perspective, uh, Kansas beat Texas 57 to 56.
0: Where's the defense?
1: Doesn't exist.
0: Not in these streets. That Texas lost at home. So tickets to this game were $10. <laughs> like for bad seats. At mm-hmm. the beginning of the season, tickets to Texas games are like mad expensive. And yeah, then sure. this weekend, I like looked at Seat Geek and I'm like, oh man, I could go see Texas play at a very affordable, my beer would cost more than my ticket. Um, <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> but it is bananas. So it's a, like, in Texas's defense, it's a new coach it is going to be a rebuilding year this year. Next year is definitely going to be a tough year for them. I think like players are going to leave. They're going to have, I mean, it's not like it's hard to recruit to Texas because of the branding, but like, woof, it's going to be a tough year after this. And that's, that's saying something. Cause they lost to Kansas who, I don't know how frequently Kansas wins at football games.
1: You know, they're, they're, On the come-up, I think. They
0: are. This is true. The a couple years. Yeah. They've been... They're working towards it. ...slowly (laughs) creeping up. And they almost beat Texas at home two years ago. Uh, I remember friends going to that game, and they were like, oh, my God, Kansas almost beat us. And I'm like, what? Kansas has a distinct lack of football skills. So, good for Kansas. Becoming a dual threat. Um.
1: Yeah definitely. And then Oregon and Washington state pac 12 after dark. Um, I was getting a bit excited because I thought Washington state was maybe going to pull off something, something nice. Um, Ooh. they did not. Oregon no. ended up winning by 14 points, but could have been worse.
0: It, it could have been, but Washington state, they, they can bounce back next season. They can be the good team. Oregon will probably still be the really good team.
1: For sure,
0: I was worried Purdue would continue to have their upsets against against ranked Big Ten teams this weekend when they played Ohio State. Um, Ohio State very much did not let that happen. And this is another game where defense—I don't understand like how these college football games are so high scoring right now. I get it when it's like in the 30s, but like when teams are scoring almost 60 points or more. I'm like, why do you have a defensive coordinator? Like, what purpose does that role serve? Um, Purdue lost to Ohio State 59-31. to That's a lot of points to put up.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It just, ooh, tough. Tough, a lot, a lot. A lot, (laughs) a lot. Even like, I think even if I were like the winning team in a situation like that as the head coach, I'd have to be like, how, how, you know, those games that have been happening where both teams are getting like in the sixties with their points. I'm like, I'd be like, uh, it's time to reassess my defense and like our defensive strategy. Because once a team like has a very good offense, like you play in Alabama, like you're just kind of hosed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see it bowl season. That'll, that'll really test all of these defense groups. Um, and then my beloved Wyoming Cowboys lost to the Boise State Broncos. I'm sorry about that. It's okay. I was a lot happier about the result than I thought. I, I thought that Boise State was going to shut out Wyoming. Very happy to see Wyoming got on the board, got some points. They're finally picking it up. The season's almost over and they're like, ah, it's football season. So that's a little tough as a fan, but it does give me a little bit of hope. And I don't Wyoming can't be good at football and basketball at the same time. Like the basketball team is looking okay. They should have a good season. The football team is gonna have to just like take the back seat this season. Yeah, you know, and
1: sometimes that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just some upcoming games that should be good. Uh, Michigan State and Ohio State. That's probably the one that I'm
0: most excited about of the upcoming games. That should be a good one. I hope Ohio State crushes Michigan State, but it should be a good game. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, Iowa State plays OU, and I see this game going in like two very different directions. One OU runs away with this game. Like they're peeved that they lost this last week. They're like, we lost to Baylor. We should have won that game. And they're going to be like ready to light up the Cyclones or they come in with like a mindset that is just like in their own heads. And Iowa state just comes in and is like very ready. Um, I, I think it'll be, like, not a super close game. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think it's going to – it's very dependent on the headspace of the OU team because I think the Iowa State team, no matter what, is going to come prepared. I'm sure they will. I hope they do. Oof. It, it should be fun, though. It should be a fun game. Yeah. and then Alabama plays Arkansas who beat both Texas A&M and Texas this season not saying much on the Texas front as we know Texas is very not good um <laughs> but Arkansas kind of was like that unexpected good team like they are ranked now they're ranked number 21 and it's like oh like you're showing up you're you're acting like you're part of the SEC so Hopefully they have a good game against Alabama and it's not a blowout. Alabama just beat a team like 50 something to three. So I'm hoping it's a closer game. I'm assuming it'll be somewhere in like the 34 to 28 type of score. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, it should be a good one. Um, And then Oregon and Utah, that should be a fun one as well.
0: Yeah, especially now that Utah is like doing pretty all right. They're ranked number twenty-four. Um, th- they're probably like the best teams in the Pac-12 right now. Yeah, it'll like, be.
1: Just, is that a late night game?
0: It's am Assuming it is. Uh, it's at five thirty Mountain Time, so okay. So it'll Central. be dark. Yeah, I mean, it will be dark. <laughs> it will technically be dark. It's not what yeah. I consider Pac-12 after dark, but I guess with daylight savings we are it's always dark at five <laughs> and in colorado it's dark at like four thirty. so
1: yeah it, it will be and, uh,
0: technically a pack 12 after dark game it, it'll be like i think it'll be fun matchup
1: mm-hmm. and then uh college well no we have one more game see you in washington
0: i hope see you wins yeah I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I put it on here because I was like, oh, yeah, like we should talk about like other Pac-12 teams. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel very sad for CU. It yep. being like one of those years where they're just kind of like trying to pull it together. Again, coming out of the pandemic, coming up with a new coach. It's just like it's a lot. Hopefully it means next season they're in a better place. And hopefully they beat think- Washington. Yeah.
1: Um, now, sorry, moving on to college basketball. Um, on the men's side, Kentucky Duke uh, played this week. That was a really fun game to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of a choice between two evils there, but good <laughs> basketball regardless.
0: Good blue blood game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good matchup. Coach Case farewell tour. We love to see it. Yep. Um, Duke won. 79 to 71. So very close. Um, I think both teams should have like a pretty solid season. I don't see them doing poorly. Um, And then Villanova played UCLA. U- UCLA took the win, but it was another like very close game. Like UCLA only won 86 to 77. So it seems like the top ranked teams are like pretty fairly matched. Like this early on, it doesn't seem like anyone is like they don't belong where they are. Knock on wood. Yeah. I mean, well I say that and then like, we're going to talk about the Texas and Gonzaga game and the Zags were like definitely better. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: yeah, I was bummed about, so this Villanova UCLA game, did you watch that?
0: Just the highlights of it.
1: Okay. I got my COVID booster that morning and I was like, going to watch this game. It's going to be great. And then I like made it through like about three quarters of the game. And then I just like passed out and I could not, like I was trying so hard to like stay awake and I, my body was just like, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> oh no. So, and I like saw that it was going to overtime and then my body was just like, no. <laughs> um, but all better now and um, but it's okay there will be more good games to come I was like that was poor scheduling on my part <laughs> <laughs> but I was awake from the Texas Gonzaga game had a lot of energy that day um, and the game definitely helped that I think
0: that's good that's good <laughs> I went to a friend's giving and came home to come watch the game and watched the first half and fell asleep surprising mm. no one not a mm-hmm. single soul <laughs>
1: funny yeah it was a good one i think the score at the end made it seem closer than it was yeah i at all here but um
0: <laughs> we have no bias on this podcast what are you talking no. about none <laughs> well and i still think that like the texas coach i love what he said where he was just like you know it's gonna be a learning mm-hmm. opportunity no matter what i'm like that is the attitude to have when you know you're and playing i also a like good how
1: team. how he said that um like he thinks it's it's important to like continue scheduling that schools continue scheduling these types of games. Yeah. And like have true road games. I was like, "Yes."
0: Yeah. It's it's good and it's fun and it's like it's part of the fun of like college basketball and like mm-hmm. college sports in general is just like you can have this and like there's m- upsets happen and it kind of adds to the fun of it. This wasn't an upset, but like, that's just part of that. That is part of the, the fun of college basketball is like, you don't really know what's going to happen. Um, and the traveling makes a huge impact and the student section makes an impact. And it just is like this whole event and all the pageantry and it's wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: for sure. Then this upcoming week ish, um, Saturday, UNC plays Purdue. I don't think about Purdue when it comes to basketball, even though they've been pretty decent the last couple years. I forget that they have a men's basketball team. But <laughs> they are ranked six. So I'm yeah. just like, okay, Purdue well, has a men's basketball team. Yeah. They're, they're here to show up, and UNC is ranked 18. It should be, like, a fun game. It should be two competitive teams. Um, hoping UNC gets the upset so they can move on up a little bit.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I kind of would like to see Purdue win personally, but I think that's just because, like, they're somewhat new to me, like, compared yeah. to UNC. But, um, I don't know. Either's fine.
0: Yeah, it it will be fun either way. I guess, like, I have not, like, a serious commitment to either team. Yeah, same.
1: And then uh, Villanova and Tennessee on Saturday should also be good.
0: Yeah. That should be a very fun matchup. Um, Saturday is, like, a good day for men's it basketball is. games. I was, like, I when I was looking at the different games coming up, I'm like, oh, Saturday has a good men's lineup, and then Sunday has a good women's lineup. And during mm-hmm. the week, it's, like, so-so. For both, but once you get to the weekend, it's like, oh yeah, this is great. I could spend all day watching football and basketball and have it just be like a great weekend. Yeah, exactly. Except for the game on Tuesday. That one, that's a very (laughs) random game.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like having a weekday game to look forward to though. Um, So Gonzaga UCLA one versus two on Tuesday. Of Thanksgiving week. Be Kick fun. Your, get your holiday started right.
0: <laughs> For real. That's.
1: Oh. I mean based on like. What we've seen so far from these. Two teams which obviously we haven't seen much. But um, like this should be a good game. That's back and forth. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a blowout.
0: No. No it'll be a good close game. It's not like if anyone stays up. Watching the game the wednesday before thanksgiving is a day to bake pie so people can get into it it can be a fun game to watch oh it's it is going to be very fun yeah for sure good matchup yes
1: and then um on the women's college basketball side of things also a lot of good games um that happened and then also to watch
0: upcoming yeah Well, so I was thinking, looking at the women's basketball one after I thought about how, like, Sunday's a good day for women's basketball um, matchups. The rankings are, like, the scores are very close for, like, the top-ranked women's teams. Like, I think we'll start seeing more upsets for the men in the next couple weeks. And for the women, they just, like, stay... The teams that are dominant stay dominant. Like I hope that there's this team that just like comes out of nowhere and has their moment. And Arizona was kind of that team last year. They had a nice like tournament run, and like it was easy to get behind them. And um, I, w- I want to see another team like that. That that was not one of the things I saw this weekend, so I can I'm not speaking on it. So um, Louisville played Arizona. Arizona won, and. They won sixty one to fifty nine, so pretty close. And Louisville was six, Arizona was twenty two. Um, it's just you love to see it. Like, yeah, they're not both like top ten teams, but they're still any of the women's teams that are ranked in the top twenty five are extremely competitive. And so you have an upset like this where it's like, mm, it's not a huge upset. It Louisville will still be ranked and. Arizona will like continue to do well. Um, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I don't know. I've like, I think women's basketball is very interesting in that where it's just like, you know, who's really good and you typically don't have like a surprise team slip. Yeah.
1: In. Not so much. Occasionally, but it's not. Yeah. Not the yeah. same.
0: No. Um, so. Oh. And then Texas upsets Stanford 61 to 56 um number 25 texas number 3 stanford uh i think it's stanford and i think it's a good i think the pac 12 is great for women's basketball i think the teams are really yeah. good
1: historically it's been very good
0: yeah so to see this it's just like oh maybe texas and texas was also having a pretty good tournament run last year this Well, this year. Um, so, like, that's cool that they're, like, kind of keeping it up. It'd it be, well, like, a little heartbreaking to see a team do really well in the tournament, especially for women. Like, I don't know. I treat men and women's sports differently where it's, like, you want to, like, root for these women's teams to do really well because, you know, this is the only time they're going to kind of get that coverage and that attention. Whereas, like, a guy can be on a team that is, like, so-so that doesn't really get a lot of attention, but like, if he's good, he can go to the NBA. And, um, for a lot of the women athletes, it's not quite the same when it comes to becoming a professional athlete. So good for Texas continuing being really good. I hope they have a good season. That's probably the only Texas team you'll hear me saying that about <laughs> <laughs> and the women's soccer team. Uh, they are usually pretty good. And then Kentucky, Indiana, Indiana, won 88 to 67, and South Florida is playing Tennessee right now. So, um, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I think right now they're in the fourth quarter. South Florida is leading, but it can go anywhere. They have eight minutes left. It's a lot of time. <laughs> it's a lot of time. <laughs> um, and then upcoming Texas, number 12, Texas, number 16, Tennessee on Sunday, Number six, Baylor, and number three, Maryland on Sunday. Um, I think that Baylor-Maryland game is going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. Baylor's very good at women's basketball and men's, yeah. but it's <laughs> <laughs> the women will be the ones to watch with Kim having yeah, left and gone to LSU. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll be interested to see kind of what happens with that team.
1: Yeah. Uh, moving on to the NFL – The Miami Dolphins um, beat the Ravens 22 to 10, which is a surprising result.
0: Yeah. All of us are stunned. (laughs) (laughs) Which, good for them. Good for the Dolphins. I was like, wait, what? Fins up. (laughs) Fins up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the Titans continue to, like, stealthily get another w i'm just like Mm -hmm. oh look the titans are winning again they beat the saints 23 to 21
1: getting another win
0: yeah love to see it (laughs) like i don't hate it i don't have anything against the titans right now that could change in (laughs) two months uh things you also love to
1: see your buffalo bills beat the jets 45 to 17
0: they did god bless because man that's it would have been so embarrassing yeah. if they lost to the jaguars and then the jets yeah that would not be a good look i mean the or Bills. Even are probably, if it was, like close yeah correct it cannot be close the bills are the only team in new york they have to beat the other teams that like have new york in the name because they are technically the only team in new york mhm <laughs> the lions and the steelers tied 16-16 I was like, wait, what? A tie? Yeah. In this economy, okay. Definitely would have no thought likes- the Steelers would have won. No one likes that. No one likes. Not in the NFL. It's weird. It's suspicious.
1: Yeah. Um, and then the Washington football team beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers by ten points. That's
0: what yeah, that's worth. He threw, like, an interception or two. It's weird. It was a weird yeah. football weekend. <laughs> Tom Brady did not have a good game.
1: Russell Wilson also threw two interceptions in his first game back and got shut out in the first time in his career. And I think it was, like, the first time the Seahawks have been shut out in 20 years, maybe. I Don't quote me on that, but it was, like, I saw a statistic and it was, like, the first time they'd been shut out in a long time. So, uh, definitely a weird weekend
0: all around. Uh, that's uh, yikes! Mercury must be in Gatorade again. <laughs> um, the Patriots beat the Browns forty-five to seven. I didn't think the Browns were that bad, and I didn't. I don't think the Patriots are very good. Mm, yeah, I
1: don't know. Weird, weird game.
0: It's, it's v- extremely weird. And then the Panthers beat the Cardinals. And I'm like,
1: yeah whacked him yeah just a weird weekend all around so
0: in strange the for the NFL. nfl yeah yeah and so. the the chiefs finally came back and did okay against the raiders they's 41 14 i feel like that's the highest score the chiefs have like achieved in the mm. last two months I'm like yeah are y'all okay minute. you good and that's the nfl i'm wondering if next weekend will be weird hopefully it's not and then after that we have so much football to look forward to the week of thanksgiving god bless i'm loving it we do it'll be a good week it will be such a good sports week plus the turkey mashed potatoes oh so much winning um what's your game of the week
1: um surprising no one gonzaga ucla because we're not recording a podcast next week so i have to pick that this week
0: that's that's fair. Uh, and we would be recording during that game. And it's it's a holiday week. We can't do that. No. Holiday <laughs> plus that? In this economy? I don't think so. Um, my game of the week is Oklahoma State versus Texas Tech for college football. Um, Oklahoma State is ranked right now. And I think there's going to be an upset. I think Tech is going to mm. come in and get that win. Um, and maybe I'm wrong, but Tech is like surprising everyone right now, so yeah, I think it could be good—an underrated game of the week, an overlooked game of the week.
1: There you go. Um, I I'm fresh out of hot takes right now, so I I don't have anything that comes to mind, but uh, I think you have one.
0: I do. I was drinking a Shiner. Many times in the last couple months, actually, they're everywhere. You can get shot, and you can also get Yingling in Texas now. It's it throws me off when people are like, "Oh, I got a Yingling," and I'm like, "Are we in Pennsylvania?" Um, No, all of a sudden, Yingling is all across the country. <laughs> um, it is weird. Um, But my hot take is that Coors Banquet is better than like regular Shiner.
1: Hmm. Like the course, like the traditional Coors banquet beer, not Coors light or anything. Yeah, else, not right? not like a yeah. light
0: beer, but like a traditional course banquet. Yeah. Like I, if I go somewhere and I don't really know, like when I first moved to Texas, I would get a course banquet for like a cheap beer. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't like PBR because I'm yeah. not a 21 year old man. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like course banquet's fine. It's like a good backup beer. In Shiner. And this has happened, like, even with the Shiner, like, different flavored Shiners that I, I do like. Like, they do, like, a S'mores one. hmm Sometimes, like, I feel like every single pack of Shiner I get, at least one of the beers is, like, yuck. Hmm. Interesting. Like, something is wrong with it. So, it's that. And then, also, I would just prefer a Coors Banquet to a regular Shiner. It doesn't – it's not the most exciting beer. Yeah. Neither is the most exciting.
1: <laughs> I do have a hot take now. I think that Coors is actually good.
0: That – okay
1: like I actually enjoy it so I think that's that qualifies right that does (laughs) okay (laughs) moving on (laughs) just drop that and keep moving yep that's that's Um, good what's your wine of the week so I I don't know sometimes like red wine just gets too heavy it kind of like dries out my mouth if I like have have it too often like in a given week I guess like more than a couple times so I was like I'm gonna like go back to white for now um so i got a new zealand sauvignon blanc over the weekend surprising mm. no one um it's called i don't know Yolumba or Yolumba y series um mm. and it's got a cute little flower on the label very very refreshing uh a little bit on the sweeter side for a sauvignon blanc so you might like it
0: Ooh, maybe i'll try that but well, um, for thanksgiving
1: yeah. There you go. A nice light white to have with your turkey.
0: (laughs) Yes. That sounds ideal. I'll stay awake because a red will put me right to sleep.
1: (laughs) Um, What about you? Do you have a wine or a beer or anything?
0: I do have a beer pick. So I went to Trader Joe's as I do, and I got an impulse buy as I do. Um, And they had, so I don't know. I don't know. Did I talk about the cookie butter beer? On this, I've like. Uh, I think
1: a long time ago we talked about it.
0: Yeah, because I was like on yeah. the hunt for it, and then mm-hmm, finally yes. tried it, it. was just okay. Yes. But so then I'm like, okay, they have like all their dessert beers that they now have, and they had a chocolate bobca one and a tiramisu mm. one. They are pretty good. Um, I would say I like the bob, the chocolate bobca, a little bit better. It's a little less sweet. Both are sweet beers. Like I would not just like mm. drink a lot of them. Um, you just can't. They're sweet and they're dark beers. So I, I recommend checking those out. If you're not like a big dessert person you like beer or you don't want to eat a whole apple pie in a week and <laughs> but you want a dessert beer, check those out.
1: Emily, just giving solid recommendations.
0: You know, we're trying the things for the people so they know they don't have to go out. Like we... We've told them when things are just, like, meh, then they know not to try it.
1: Yeah. We don't give any bad recommendations. At least I don't think we do.
0: We don't give bad recommendations at all. And if we do,
1: it's not intentional.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) We would never try to lead someone astray with their wine choices or their beer choices. No. Um, Do you have any personal plugs?
1: I don't have anything this week. You?
0: Nope. Just out here doing my usual spiel (laughs) check out daily society podcasts and content um i'm sure something that's related to thanksgiving will be out i might do another thanksgiving thing i might be like these are the best foods um Mm. and have people tell me i'm wrong and i just won't listen because i don't care (laughs) (laughs) so on to bigger than sports
1: yes what do you have for us
0: So, Crystal Dunn, who plays for the U.S. Women's National Team, she is now pregnant. So, like, she is about to be out of commission for a hot minute, as you can't play soccer when you're nine months pregnant. Um, Although she's, like, three months, so she's still playing. But the big news is she will now serve as the VP of the U.S. Women's National Team Players Association. And that gives her an active role in negotiating the new labor deal um and she kind of is like she said like as a woman of color and like if she can be like an advocate here like she wants to so it's like her using her platform it's really big because before um when like Megan Rapinoe was kneeling during the national anthem and Crystal Dunn wasn't she was getting criticized for it well she which like her response was spot on where she was like, well, I'm not a white woman. I get like, like, if I do this, I could lose my job. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and that's a fair fear. I mean, look at Colin Kaepernick. So it, it's great that she's like kind of moved past that. And even if she still feels like a little bit of that fear, it's just, it's cool to see that she's like, okay, well, I am going to do this and I understand the the implications of being a person of color doing this, but she still wants to like advocate for other women. And I just love to see it.
1: Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah.
0: So it'll be big. It's good. And I think U S soccer is moving in a good ish direction for women's for the women. I say good ish, not great. Good ish. <laughs> getting, getting there. Yeah. <laughs> It's all about improving, right? We're all working on ourselves. We're all a work in progress, including these organizations. Mm -hmm. And that is all I have this week. How about you?
1: That's it. Have a great Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. Be safe, folks. Thanks for listening. Emily and Emily. Sports and courts.